Episode 2, The Mind of Christ. Welcome to Linda Brightman's podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build and strengthen identity and to help you see yourself through God's eyes. Knowing your true identity and living in it affects personal relationships, business success, and ministry building, everything. This podcast is designed for all levels of Christians, for both new believers and leaders. So tune in each week and rewire your thought life and see yourself through God's eyes. Be sure to leave me a comment in iTunes so I know you are here, and you can visit me at lindabrightman.com. Now let's get started with today's show. After I became a believer, I was told that I have the mind of Christ. Now this is found in 2 Corinthians 2.16, and it was interesting because I didn't understand how, if I had the mind of Christ, my thought life could be so messed up still. So let me, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in, let's say, a conference or a church service or even in times of worship when you're worshiping God and you've got your arms raised up, you're feeling the presence of God, and you have a wrong thought go through your mind? I know. Can you be like praying and a wrong thought goes through your mind? So I thought, and we think when that happens, what is wrong with us nobody has got a wrong thought just me and you look around and everybody looks so holy but i'll tell you something you don't know what's going on in their mind right then in the middle of looking good on the outside there's a whole nother world going on on the inside that that is with everybody well so i'm told that i have the mind of christ and then one of the first verses that i memorized was uh, Romans 12, 2. And it said, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will test and approve what God's will is. So when we, we have the mind of Christ, but it's like we engage with this truth, with this reality. When we receive the mind of Christ, it is a supernatural, I want to say, drop down into your, like your mind. Suddenly, you it's like a whole new, you're a whole new creature. The old is gone, the new has come. You know, you're a new creation. Uh, but we don't, it's like we have to learn to function in that, engage with it, cooperate, and agree with the mind what the, the what the mind of Christ is so one of the uh, that verse do not conform but be transformed by the renewing of your mind really struck me and I knew that there was something I had to participate because it says you do not conform any longer like you renew your mind So I had to participate and do something to be able to grow in this new mind of Christ that was suddenly, that was like dropped down into me. And then one of the verses that I want to focus on with you guys is 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 4, where it says, 
the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought. Uh, hold on. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Okay, what I want to focus on is we demolish strongholds. A stronghold in your mind is, and this is my, my definition, a stronghold in the mind is a deception that causes the individual to perceive with his eyes and understand or seemingly understand with his intellect something as true and real, which in fact is entirely false. The individual is blinded, believes a lie, and lives out a fantasy. So a stronghold in your mind is a complete deception. About, oh, quite a number of years ago, I wrote a book called Dismantling the Lie, and it was about dismantling strongholds uh, in your mind. It's a booklet. It's not out of print, so don't get on my website and try and find it. I've incorporated at, from that book into the my current book, The Real You, Believing Your True Identity. But what I, one of the things that really struck me was I watched a program on TV about people who suffered from anorexia. And what made this program even more fascinating was these were children children with anorexia and they their mind would tell them that they're fat there was one little boy i remember he said i hear a, a voice under my hair saying i'm fat his own see what happens is as strongholds are established they can be established so many different ways uh one is completely demonic where the enemy, he whispers into your ear in first person to make you think it's your thought. When it's, it's not your thought, he's implanting a thought. He's, he's endeavoring to build a stronghold. Then it can come from words spoken to you uh, over your, into your life as you're a child from a parent, a teacher, a sibling, a neighbor, a childhood friend spoken into you that you take in and hold on to and then it begins to uh, grow it's like i remember hearing once about um how satan will come and try to build this is a cool picture try to build let's say a garage on your front lawn and where it doesn't belong and first he brings the lumber in and lays it on the lawn then he starts pouring a foundation and if you don't stop it, if you don't nip it in the bud, pretty soon you have got a whole edifice uh, built where it doesn't belong uh, on your property. And it then it's like a big problem to take it down. It's like it's you let it go on too long. So that's kind of a, I know, a crazy analogy of how, our, how thoughts get implanted and built and established in our minds now the good thing is is god is much more powerful and and strongholds can be demolished and there 
it's like they're demolished by the power of God, by the word of God. So it's like renewing the mind, the verse out of 12, uh, Romans 12, chapter 2, renewing the mind means filling the mind with the truth of who God really is, who we really are, and an understanding of our relationship with him. So all of those things I began uh, looking at and uh, you know reading the word and listening to people teach the word. But the most critical or I would say life-changing uh, thing that I did was speak the word out loud because the word is a sword. Uh, it's living and active. We find this in Hebrews, sharper than any double-edged sword. And I began speaking the word, and that sword would begin tearing down strongholds in my mind. And then the mind of Christ began getting established in my mind. In 1 Corinthians 2.16, it says that we have the mind of Christ. Now, it's interesting, some of the verses that lead up to this um, note truths concerning the mind of Christ because the, having the mind of Christ is a supernatural deal and it changes. We start with the mind of Christ. We start being able to, it gives us the ability to see things from heaven's viewpoint. So in verses five to six, it says the mind of Christ, well, what we get from it is the mind of Christ stands in sharp contrast to the wisdom of man. It's like suddenly we see things differently and the wisdom of man only goes so far. In verse seven, the mind of Christ involves wisdom from God once hidden, but now revealed. So things that we couldn't see before, now we are able to see. Now, it's, you know, it also, in the word it says, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. You know, when they are reject God, and it's like the war is really for your mind. The war is over your mind. And even as you renew your mind, there is a war going on. But the deal is we win. This is a winnable war. In verse 10 to 12 in 1 Corinthians 2, the mind of Christ is given to believers through the Spirit of God. So again, supernatural download. Verse 14, the mind of Christ cannot be understood by those without the Spirit. It's like when we receive Jesus, we receive Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is revealing to us, the great revealer, the mind of Christ and everything that the mind of Christ um, has for us. But, and this is a big deal is in the, what I found when I moved out of the you know new age perspective where I was believing all kinds of messed up things and into the kingdom I had to uh, see and understand what the spirit was saying to me by reading the word and aligning myself with him through the things that came out of my mouth because 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it was crucial for me to say, and you know, and, and for you guys, as you're trend, as you're transforming, renewing your mind and being transformed, to have the things that come out of your mouth really reflect heaven. And then in verse 15 of 1 Corinthians 2, the mind of Christ gives believers, uh, enables believers to discern spiritual matters. This is that supernatural insight again. It's so funny. When I was just learning all of this and reading the Bible, I had a yellow legal pad that I'd write my questions down on. And I would go to the pastor, Pastor Cliff Norton. We were living in Idaho, uh, the Sun Valley area of Idaho. And I'd go to him with my questions. Uh, and, you know, because I had to, I was learning. Well, one day, the three of us, my husband and Pastor Cliff and I were driving to Twin Falls for the day. And I was driving and I said, uh, hey, Pastor Cliff, hand me my, my uh, yellow legal pad so I can ask you more questions. And he goes, oh no, I had a dream about that last night because I was always coming to him with just, you know, when, you, when you're coming out of messed up thinking, the, the things, the questions that you have are, you've got to have somebody kind of walking with you or at least what I tell people is start reading the book of John and ask God to show you who he is to give you that you would have revelation from the Holy Spirit. But it's good, you know, with the leaders and those in fivefold ministry around us to be able to sit and listen. Oftentimes, uh, you know, even I listen to uh, the podcasts by Chris Vallotton and uh, Bill Johnson. Uh, regularly, because I always want that coming into my spirit. I, you, you have to continually reposture yourself in your mind. It's like an ongoing daily thing, and I'll tell you why. Because the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for whom he may devour, and he's looking for a place of weakness in you, and. Uh, looking you know looking for where your thinking is is uh where there are loopholes i want to say there's a place in philippians that addresses our minds clearly and it says it tells us what to think about when you know what to think about it says whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And right before that, it's a, one of my favorite places of where the word says, don't be anxious. It's like, don't be anxious. But by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So don't worry about anything. Talk to God. And the peace of God that transcends understanding, supernatural peace, can't figure it out, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You know, it reminds me of uh, in 
Proverbs where it says, above all else, guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. And here in uh, verse 7, uh, Philippians 4, it says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So, a stronghold can be dismantled by overhauling the mind, and that's replacing one way of thinking with another, agreeing with God and seeing things, seeing your life and this, this world from heaven's perspective. The mind is becoming renewed when it's more filled with what God says about more filled with what God says than with what your flesh, demons, or the world says. In my book, The Real You, I have a chapter called Your New Identity, and I want to read some of the posturing. Posturing is really taking a stance and proclaiming that which is true about you, and this is uh, like a hands-on tool to renew your mind. I want to tell you that sometimes people have said to me, I can't say these things because they're not true about me. You know, they're not true right now. Well, exactly. They're not true right now because you're renewing your mind and you're, it's like you're calling forth that which is really already resident in you. You're calling it forth and proclaiming that which is really true from heaven's perspective and you're dismantling something that's old. So don't get tied up on, this is not me because it is you. So uh, I want to share these posturing uh, statements versus proclamations on your identity. I am a child of the living God. I am a new creation with a new identity. I have the mind of Christ. I am accepted by God. I am in right standing with God. I have peace with God. I'm loved. I am extravagantly loved by God. I am forgiven. My past is forgiven completely. I'm a new person. I'm a new creation. I have a fresh start. I belong to God. I was planned by God. I'm wanted. I'm needed. I am special and unique, one of a kind. I'm valuable to God. I have my own place and function in the body. I have talents and abilities that are gifts from God. I will not bury them. I will use them. And I stir up the gifts within me. I have the mind of Christ. I'm seated in heavenly realms with Christ. Pretty cool, huh? See, here's the thing is... With the mind of Christ, you are seated in heavenly realms with Christ right now. And you're learning to see your life and life situations and even the things going on in the world from the place where you're truly seated is with heaven, in heavenly realms with Christ Jesus. Okay, that kind of concludes where I'm going with this for today. But I, I want to give you... I want to give you the opportunity if you haven't already given your life to Christ or if you lost your way you can recommit to Christ today just ask him in your own words ask him into your heart ask him to forgive you for your sins and thank him for dying on the cross so you can come find me at lindabrightman.com 
B-R-E-I-T-M-A-N. And if you opt in, you'll have free identity decrees and uh, as a free gift and a video about who you are, your identity, and uh, with decrees. So I love you guys, and I will see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Linda Brightman's podcast. Please leave a comment on iTunes so we know you paid us a visit. And we'd love to connect with you. We love to connect with our audience. So please visit lindabrightman.com to opt in for your free identity decrees and video. See you next time.